Hello, everyone. We are the RFI communications team. Uh, my name is Tristan Powell. I'm Sydney Burdick. My name is Erin Lee. And this is a presentation about what we have accomplished this summer. I'd like to start with a quote that really dives into uh, my role in RFI in the uh, design field. Uh, you can have brilliant ideas, but if you can't get them across, your ideas won't go anywhere. And this doesn't necessarily only applies in the design field, but also applies in your family, business, or personal relationship. Essentially, you can have all the resources in the world, but if you can't effectively communicate them, your ideas won't progress, or if you're running a business, you won't make any profit. So, um, my name is Rin Lee. Um, I am a graphic designer for RFI, and I'd like to show you a little bit of what I do and how I do it. Um, so we'll start with the RFI logo. The, um, the, our signature look is the Infinity Logos. It's uh, very modern and it's, it's very simple. And the other um, aspect we have here is the, uh, our color palettes. Um, we have the dark green, the light green, and the white, it's which you see all around, our banners and um, our titles. Uh, those are our primary colors. And our secondary colors, which you don't see a lot, are the gray, blue, and, and gold. And those are um, mostly used in brochures or, or in type of newsletters. And you don't see the primary and the secondary colors together because we don't want the colors to clash. And we really want to emphasize on the vibrancy of the green in contrast with the white. And so you, you look at this and you, you talk to yourself, um, if I just take a color from this color palette and I just slap the logo onto the colors, that's basically RFI. But kind of true, not really. Um, so you, you forget about the people, the person, and sometimes they come in groups. So now you have a lot of people, and you have to also have to choose the right background. In this case, it's a bird eye view, but sometimes it could be a rural landscape. So now you talk to yourself, how do I fit all these people? And then add this um, background into it and still be able to see the background and the person. And let's not forget about the colors and how, how are uh, all these elements combined together create a graphic that, that really defines what RFI is. Whether is it too modern or is, it, is this rural enough or is this diverse enough? And so I go through this process numerous uh, amount of times. And sometimes I ask myself, um, if you look at the top right corner, that's Tristan. Sometimes I say, Tristan, um, him pairing with this background and uh, this blue, is that RFI? Or is that, um, or can I do Sydney and Tristan? Is that diverse enough? So I ask myself a number of these uh, questions, a not numerous uh, amount of time, to the point where the words themselves mean words anymore and the color colors anymore so um, I look at the word uh, modern for example and I see blue and I look at diversity and I see green at this point it, it's like I'm going crazy but <laughs> but um, but so what do you do at this point because you're essentially stuck in this cycle asking yourself what is right and what's wrong and there's no this is a specific right answer so what you do at this point is you ask for outside perspective you ask your friends, uh, or your coworker, your peers, your boss. And um, these are some of the feedback you get from them as we move from left to the right. Um, some of the feedback I get are, so um, I don't like the background. It's, it's too broad. There's no steady landscape. This is not 
what our rural communities look like. So I'll be like, okay, let let's put a um, a color. You can barely see it now, but essentially the um, the bird eye views last uh, last night. And then someone say, uh, I don't like how dark it is. Well, I'll brighten it up, but I don't see what you see because I've been staring at the screen for the past six hours and I don't see anything wrong with it. <laughs> but and then uh, you get to the right, which is the final products. Um, so you have a little bit of everything. And uh, in a further away distance, you see everything, every details. But if you walk up close, you see the small, minute details. And you, go, you, you ask yourself, um, so I see these dots. And they kind of like represent the people in the communities. And you see these uh, kind of lines that intersect them. So together, everything is connected in a way. So um, this summer, I had the opportunity to work with these amazing individuals, and they are represented in their uh, communities uh, with the graphics. Social media is not a media. The key is to listen, engage, and build relationships. One of the goals of our social media is to build relationships with our audience and to connect more with our audience and engage with them. My name is Sydney Burdick. I am the social media guru at RFI. Um, one of my projects this summer has been growing our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter account. Um, I was able to do so by over 50 followers on all of our accounts. Um, we also reached our 3K like on Facebook milestone. We were able to really do that by engaging with our audience and connecting with them more by sharing their posts, retweeting their tweets, liking their Instagrams, as well as utilizing our Instagram stories to become a little bit more personal. So one of my campaigns this summer was the Academy campaign. This was my first ever social media campaign um, outside of my ad PR classes at UNL. Um, this was also one of the first weeks of my internship and I was completely by myself. Caitlin wasn't there with me. So this was also my first real leadership opportunity to be my own leader and to, to grow. Um, I was really nervous at first, and I didn't know, I didn't really have a good plan. I was just kind of winging it as when I got there, but I figured it out pretty quickly, and um, we had really good engagements. So my plan was to post on Facebook and Instagram every day, um, highlights from that day, fun quotes, what everybody liked, and tweet multiple times a day, live tweet, all the events, the speakers, the presentations, um, as well as to start utilizing our Instagram story. Uh, we were able to get a lot of our fellows um, interviewed on there about their favorite quotes, their friends, their memories, what they're looking forward to the next day. Um, and our engagement just kept growing throughout that entire process. So before I get into the actual numbers of the engagements that we've had, um, there, we have a couple of definitions. Um, the reach is the measure of potential audience size, where the engagement is the measure of the actual public likes, shares, and comments. So here are the, the metrics for our Academy campaign. We got over 1,000 reached on Facebook and Twitter, around 200 reached for Instagram, uh, lots of engagements for Facebook and Instagram, around 51 engagements for Twitter, and then around 16 followers for Instagram, 18 for Facebook, and eight for Twitter, which is way beyond what I thought we'd be getting. I thought those numbers would be like maybe double digits, if anything. Um, so I was really impressed with myself and um, yeah, I was just really happy about that. <laughs> Another one of my projects this summer has been 
um, implementing our Instagram stories. And I know all of our fellows have gotten many emails and texts from me about this and um, trying to push you guys to do it. But my goal was to only have all the fellows take it over one time throughout the summer. And pretty much everybody had reached out to me after that saying, can we take it over? I want to take over the Instagram story. We're doing really cool stuff. And that was like way beyond my expectations. And that was really, really cool. So I have a, a little compilation of just the, the intros that some of them were doing for the story. Good morning, Instagram. Megan and I are back and we're taking you along with us again today. Hey guys, it's Alyssa and Angela and we are taking over the Snapchat today. Instagram. Hey guys, it's Kirsten. <laughs> and Courtney. And we are the Garden County Student Fellows this summer. Hi, I'm Borgon. And I'm Basu. <laughs> Those are just a couple of the intros. They definitely got a lot better as the summer went on. <laughs> Also, it's Instagram and not Snapchat, but <laughs> you all figured it out, and I was really proud of everyone, and my goal for this was to be more student-based, because our largest audience for Instagram um, actually are students, so my thought process was just content by students for students to get more students engaged, um, and our numbers just kept growing exponentially throughout this entire um, Instagram campaign, I guess. So I'll start out with a quote, too, because that's we're all doing that, so that's cool. Um, <laughs> so it has been said that next to hunger and thirst, our most basic human need is for storytelling. And so, um, so my official title at RFI is a storyteller, and that's kind of a fancy title for videographer. But at RFI, we like to use the word storyteller because that's what we really try to do with our videos. And that's how you get engagement, is you tell a story through your video. Your video has to have a beginning, middle, and end, and it has to have a purpose about why you're creating it. You can create a video that has 25 facts with just a person like listing them off, and that might be useful for you, but it's not gonna be engaging, and you're not gonna get a lot of people that are gonna click on that if they don't know anything about it and be like, ooh, this looks fun. <laughs> so you have to tell stories through your videos. So that's what I really to do this summer. And this summer, uh, my two main projects were going, uh, traveling out to the that those were in, the student fellows, and uh, their um, awesome things they were doing there, but also um, traveling to, along with their rural communities, going to other rural communities in Nebraska and taking drones. Um, drones are a great new tool that's just come up in the past few years um, from Muslim College, and there we really started into drones um, with Matt Waite, and so I learned about it there, and then when I saw the application for Rural Future up, the first thing they said was, drones required. I was like, ooh, that's awesome, because <laughs> they're like, because this is like cutting-edge video, like consumer technology that we now have access to, and I was like, I want to do that. So I got my drones license, and I joined RFI, and it's been a great experience to work with, like, work in RFI and use the drone and really learn um, a ton of things about capturing video with, with drones. And using drones for video allow, is just a new tool that we didn't have before that allows for new perspectives and new ways to capture video and tell stories that we just didn't have before. Here, this is in Oshkosh, Nebraska. This is where um, Courtney and Kirsten were in for their Garden County Fellowship. Um, this is a picture. So Caitlin really enjoyed me being able to travel out in Nebraska this summer because I was able to, all my travels, and capture it, and then traveling through Kearney, and they were going on. And I was like, awesome, I gotta stop and get that. So this is a picture um, of that. And so, but it's, um, 
Ooh. <laughs> um, but travel in Nebraska has really been a great opportunity for me because there's not, because I was just out on my own. I just head off and go to the communities and, and there's no internships that would have allowed me to really be on my own and do my own thing and grow. And that way I really had to step up and be my own leader this summer and follow my own rules. And I've really grown a lot as a person through that. Um, and then there's also a lot of growing opportunities, being out on yourself. A lot of things happen there to adapt to. Like one time I was traveling out to Laurel, Nebraska. It was about two and a half hours north of here. And I was going out to video um, and take photos of the frightened index. It was too windy that day, and the weather was not cooperating with me. So, so I was really sad, but I just couldn't do anything about that. So I learned in that instance, I gotta be prepared as a drone person. I should know what the weather's going to be like. So I added that to my new checklist. <laughs> Check the weather so we are the first RFI communication team that had the opportunity to participate within the Fellows Academy program. It's a short, inclusive leadership uh, training, three days program. It's one of the with me. Is it working? Okay. Um, so this is called, um, I got this off of Helen's. Uh, it's called the Four Layers of Diversities, and essentially is what you judge a person based on uh, these four layers because you don't know them. Uh, so you judge the person based on the location of where they work, their appearance, what they dress like, um, their race, their ethnicity, their genders, but you can't assume the personality without talking to them, obviously. So um, during the academy, it was a very short moment. I didn't get the opportunity to sit down with each and everyone and really tell them my whole life story. And I wanted people to know me for who I am. So I decided to insert my personality within every layers, within everything that I do, and then uh, with everything that I say. So then people can get a glimpse of who I am as a person. Another one of the activities that we completed as a team. Um, I think this was probably the most important one for us, especially because we are such a close team and we everything that we do winds and work on, we work on together. Um, and I felt that this was the best uh, way to become an inclusive leader, figuring out and seeing that we're, we are actually all pretty different in our styles of work and our styles of leadership and being able to realize that and to incorporate that into our teamwork and into our really, really helpful as a team and collaborating has been a lot easier because of this um, activity. So for example, um, for the time, um, you see that I and Rin are a little more on the exact side, whereas Tristan is all the way on the more flexible side. So we had to take that into account when we were deciding when we were meeting for things, and we were like, okay, at 11, and Tristan's like, okay, we'll meet at no, 11. <laughs> Just making sure we reiterate that and make that very clear. But And then for the pace, we are all pretty much at the same pace, which that came in handy. That was very helpful knowing that we're pretty much on the same track um, and being able to just recognize that we are all very different, all have very different needs and styles. Yeah, I definitely agree with Cindy that being the first fellow uh, communication fellows to go through the academy uh, really helped. Like after the academy, um, we were just all able to, like I was able to walk into Cindy and Rin's office and be like, hey, I need help. 
just without a second moment's thought, because like the week before, I had no idea who they were, but the Academy allowed us to bond and like get know each other on a deeper level, like way faster than we before. And expressed that to us as well, just um, like she had never seen the comm team really come together as we did through and that was great. For myself personally, going into it, how I grew as an inclusive leader, um, when we started, we had to take the IDU test, which kind of tells you where you are as an inclusive leader. And I thought I was going to be kind of, I was okay, I'm a nice guy, I don't dislike people. <laughs> but I was still on the minimization side. Uh, it's, it's, like, it's like, I'm nice to people, but I'm not getting to know them on a deeper level and really diving deeper into things. So that's really what I tried to work on um, this summer was diving deeper and grow myself as an inclusive leader that way. The best teamwork comes from those who are working independently towards one goal in unison. I felt that this was probably the most accurate quote to our work because we all are the masters of our own disciplines. Um, we all are the masters of our own work. I can't do what they do. No one else can do what, what we do. Um, but everything we work towards, we work towards our FICOM. So no matter what we do, it's all towards one goal. Even though we are all leaders in our own way and leaders in our own work, we still have to think about the greater goal and work in unison. And now for the person who leads this great team, please have the honor of introducing Caitlin Eden. I'll be like I'll be like 30 seconds. I just wanted to publicly thank Tristan, Rin, and Sydney. They were awesome this summer, and I would just reiterate um, what they've already said. But they were there were 10 interns uh, for the communications team for RFI prior to them. None having all in these same roles, but none having gone through academy. And I really they came in and really hit the ground running. So if you are considering participating, partnering, or sponsoring RFI Fellows in 2020, I trust me, there's capacity growth in the leadership and there's capacity growth in the actual execution because they came in and were because they were a team, they hit the ground running. So I just wanted to share that. <laughs> 